Welcome to the Rise with Natalie podcast, a place for you to expand your world. I'm your host, Natalie Holbrook, an intuitive astrologer and transformational guide, and I am obsessed with all things that allow you to step into your greatest potential. It is my mission to teach you to use the cosmos to better understand yourself, your journey, and empower you to live as the magnificent universe of magic that you are. In some episodes, I'll break down the energy and the stars and how to best navigate them. And in others, I'll feature powerful guests whose tools encourage you to live your most abundant and aligned life. This podcast is to connect you with yourself, spirituality, healing, health, consciousness, and so much more with the goal of inspiring you to create your own heaven here on earth. I love connecting with you, so say hi on Instagram at risewithnatalie. And if you want to go deeper, download my video or written guide on how to read your birth chart or book a reading or a subconscious transformation session, all linked in the show notes down below. I hope you enjoy this episode and trust that there is always magic coming your way. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rise with Natalie podcast. I am here with my sister, sister, Golbahar, Genius Spa in the house. <laughs> Hello, darling. Hi. <laughs> Always love hearing your introductions <laughs> when you're going to sing my name. <laughs> yeah, what we're going to get, and especially with the Gemini full moon uh, last night and Gemini, you know, so many musicians are Geminis and a lot of rappers are Geminis. Um, Notorious B.I.G., Andre 3000, Tupac, Kanye, Stevie Nicks, Paul McCartney, like all of these big time Geminis are like wordsmiths and you never know what you're going to get. What You never know what's going to come out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that. I always associate Leo energy with the like, you know, famous energy, but that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of like Leo, Gemini and Pisces. A lot of them are Pisces. Yeah folks so feeling based and so um, I'm like I gotta get this out somehow (laughs) that makes a lot of sense yeah I mean my partner is a Gemini and he's such a musician and he's also a songwriter so Mm. so so it's like that makes a lot of sense and you guys have a song together that you sang on ew we do and we're you know it's called music to my feet go check it out (laughs) slowly working on some more (laughs) (laughs) yeah People find that song. Show, tell them, tell everybody. Spotify. It should be on, I think, like all platforms. Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, probably also Apple Music. Uh, you can also buy it on Bandcamp. Um, but yeah, if you head to my Instagram at Genius Bahar or his Night Drive Music, you'll see it in our either of our link trees. So Perfect. Yeah, thanks. Check it out, everybody. All right. So today we are going to talk about one of our favorite topics, the portal date. And this one being our final portal date of the year, the 1212 portal. So take it away, genius. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> May we all rise with Natalie. Um, so this is a really fun one. Um 12, 12. So one is the most masculine number. We've talked about that. Two is the most feminine number. We've talked about that. So you bring them together. It's this beautiful like matrimony of love, of partnership, of creation. 
of within yourself, kind of like Gemini, like both sides of you coming together. So you might be feeling some conflicts right now between your sides. Like I know for me physically, it's showing up as my right side being really tight um, as we go into this portal date, because I am personally overdoing. So I've been working on balancing that with the feminine energy. So feeling into for you, like, where am I maybe too into the feminine or too into the masculine? This has nothing to do with what you identify as. Like I identify as a woman, but I have actually more masculine energy naturally than feminine energy. So like looking at, and sometimes for us, it's one is more than the other, you know? So just always looking at that. Um, So it's also really cool because when I added up the date, the month, the day, and the year, uh, I was just curious, like, oh, if someone was born on this day, what's their life path number? It also goes down to 12. Their life path actually goes to three because we always bring it down to a one-digit number unless it's a master number. But this to me is significant because on a 12-12 portal date, we also have a 12 life path number. That's not going to happen every year. That's because we have 2022 in the math. So um, we have extra energy of that on, on 12-12 day of like balancing masculine and feminine energy. And it feels so perfect that this is the end of the year because you know we are working on our year-end tasks, to-do lists, but also we need to have that balance for our bodies and our souls. And we're also doing the feminine of like giving. If you celebrate any holidays, spending time with family, being around friends for big dinners and meals. And especially if you're in a colder region, maybe you're spending more time indoors, resting. Like for anyone who's going through fall into winter, it's a resting times. But at the same time, it's also a great time to be planning ahead for next year. The, um, I know we usually talk about this at the end, but it's just coming through with this now. Like the exercise I'd offer you all to do is like daydreaming and list making, like a beautiful balance of both. So sitting in a meditation where you're like letting your mind go wild about like, what do I want to do next year? And then writing down a list or creating like a tentative schedule. Like let's not be too one energy and super strict. Let's remember we have the two to be in flow and playful with it. So people often think one, one is the day to start this stuff. It's now you know, with the winter solstice around the corner, with going from Sagittarius to Capricorn um, season. And I mean, also I would love for you to maybe touch on this more, Natalie, but like, I know Venus is going into Capricorn, which kind of feels like a 12 energy of like this very masculine structured Capricorn, but then Venus is a feminine energy. So it's kind of cool too, that all of this is happening together. Absolutely. I love that. And I love the idea of just like, start your dreaming now, start your planning now. And it doesn't even have to be like, okay, I'm sitting down and making a list of everything, but I feel like it's way more feminine than that of like letting go of going into that space where you're drinking some chai or you drink some medicinal reishi tea or, you know, something that feels like really warm and soothing and like homey and allowing yourself to drop into a meditation that's going to take you into what is it that I'm planting the seeds for? Because it's in winter that things are dead, right? And it's like, it's in that darkness that then the dream space is allowed for us. It's like when we're in our deepest REM sleep cycle that we can come up with the most incredible, imaginative, wild dreams. And that this is that place to really do so. So I love this. And I feel like I'm so excited on for for this day of 1212 to really drop in and give myself just an hour of like, okay, what is it that, 
if I could dream up anything and maybe it's not even something to tangibly do in the next six months, maybe even not even in 2023, but really what is it? Because there is something so special, like you said, about how these numbers all add up to 12 as well. And 12 is that number of completion. So it's almost kind of like, what is it that if we were to be like, my life is complete, what are the things that we would make sure that we would have wanted to have done? And especially how would we have wanted to be? What would I, what would our relationships have been like? How many lives and hearts had we touched and made, you know, feel better? How had we made this world a better place? What was our legacy? Really looking at things like that. So I, I love that. I'm all for this. And yeah, you know, with um, the Venus moving into Capricorn, Mercury just moved into Capricorn. And when we have Mercury in Capricorn, Mercury is what we're thinking about. And Capricorn, you know, is the sign of the boss. And so we're thinking in ways that are getting more practical. We're not just like really dreaming so big anymore, but we're just like, okay, what is it that I need to, to focus on? What are my priorities? And I'm just looking at this chart right now and, you know, Mercury moves in, or sorry, Venus moves in. Let me see exactly what day this moves in. I believe it's in the next couple of days. So before 1212, we're recording this a little bit early. So yeah, it actually moves in on December 11th. And when Venus moves into Capricorn, this is showing that like we love in a way that is rooted in, in reality, that it's rooted in, I want to love you because I love the way that you show up for me. I want to love you because you're there and because you're grounded and because you hold space. And Capricorn is, you know, the final sign of the Western year. And it's, it's, it's like the energy of the tree and it's the energy of the ancestral wisdom. So this is a really beautiful time and space to tap into the energy of the earth and to also keep the energy of the fire as we're still in Sagittarius season, but we have other planets that are moving through Capricorn. And over the next you know, six to eight months, Pluto is going to be moving back and forth out of Capricorn into Aquarius. And so a lot of the ways that we've been living by for the last 12 years are going to be changing because Pluto has been moving through Capricorn for the last 12 years, changing patriarchy, changing the way that women are treated. I mean, so many things, if we think about in the last 12 years, just women rising up. And, you know, if we look at what's been going on in Iran for the last three or four months, you know, this too is where Pluto is coming to an end in Capricorn, because we are seeing this new wave of people not being afraid to speak up anymore, even if it costs them, unfortunately, their lives. But it's something that, you know, we're, we're really moving out of um, suppression and into freedom. And I think that this 1212 portal of being in that balance, we need that structure to then be able to have the flea, the, the flea flow, the free fro, free flow. <laughs> the <laughs> My channeling is a little wonky today. <laughs> Gemini full moon guys. Um, the free flow of imagination of creativity and, and of freedom. <laughs> Wow. All of that just also affirms something else that uh, was coming through for me is coming through about the 1212 portal is if any of the rest of you are also going through ancestral healing, mom, dad stuff, mother, father wounds. One is the father, two is the mother. Mm. So this stuff is coming up 
yes, it's hard. It's difficult. Um, you know, I literally was doing a boundaries workshop for the company away travel yesterday and boundaries are about every part of our lives, but of course, synchronistically, all of us kept talking about like family stuff, right? Especially like mom, dad stuff. And that's because the mom, dad stuff is the root of our tree. It's, and the ancestors below that are the root of our tree. So like me as, as an Iranian American woman, mm-hmm. Iran, it has been bringing up so much for me about my family about, you know, women in general, um, about the, the masculine and the feminine energy. So really looking at both of these for yourself is really important for your healing journey. You know, I know Scorpio season and eclipse season is over, but like you said, the work doesn't end, you know, or like we always say, and that's not meant to be discouraging. It's, it's exciting when you find deeper layers to work with so you can expand so we can all enter this new age that we are in together and treat each other better because we're treating ourselves better because we understand our masculine and feminine sides and how that's informed the past many generations you know so if you're going through that kind of family you know ancestral stuff that's also not you're not alone and it's really beautifully timed for you to take this time to heal because it is the winter season it is the more like slow moving things are dying off season so we are supposed to be going inward and looking at this stuff 100 percent. and there's a book that i want to recommend so three years ago when i was learning astrology and when i was going through like a really huge um awakening I met so many of my now like incredible sisters including you and there was a book called the witches let me actually look it up I believe it's called the witches herbal apothecary let's see but it's by my teacher yes the witches herbal apothecary rituals and remedies for earth magic no excuse me rituals rituals and recipes I made up remedies I just saw the re <laughs> so rituals and recipes and uh it's by Marisha Mirnowska she's actually been on the podcast you guys can go back and, and search for her but she has these sections that are divided into um all of the seasons so spring summer fall winter and winter she has amazing recipes for like natural chais and different foods to eat and she has this beautiful section about dreaming and about herbs to take you into a deeper dream state so for everybody listening go order this book you can get it just on amazon um and follow follow marisha because she also always posts things and um she is such a number 12 <laughs> like people people are such numbers right <laughs> Definitely. And your numbers can shift too, based on what you're going through. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really powerful. So the astrology for the day of 1212, you know, like, like you brought up, we have Venus that will have just moved into Capricorn. We have Mercury and Capricorn. So there's going to be a lot of this very grounded energy and Capricorn always does invite us to think about what is the the higher purpose of things what is it that i'm building what is the foundation that i'm laying right now and also interestingly enough is that um saturn you know saturn is the ruler of capricorn and saturn is going to be making its kind of last round through aquarius it's in this time where it's going to be an aquarius for not much longer and saturn has been here for the last um two and a half years so it entered in in or not two and a half but about two years it entered in in 2020 
And then it's finally going to be leaving in March of 2023. And so we really have about three more months. And the reason that I bring this up, because some you might be listening, being like, why is this important if it's not leaving till March? But I would say take advantage of having Saturn in Aquarius, because what Saturn does is it encourages us to be the master of that energy. So for example, um, Genius Bihar is an Aquarius rising. So this means that Saturn has been moving through your first house for the last two years. And this means that it is making you the most mature and fine version of the way that the outside world sees you. So it's basically giving you this whole new version. This is for any Aquarius rising. It's giving you a whole new version of you, which makes sense because Genius Bahar is getting married in um, the next like four months. <laughs> so it's like perfect timing. <laughs> and um, it, it brings this change and a level of commitment to who you are. So it could be that your job has changed. Maybe you're taking better care of your body. You're taking better care of your reputation, even of the way that you show up with friends, of how you show up in relationship and really of the personal development within yourself. And I'm going to be doing a, a later episode on this of, you know, Saturn through the houses and through the rising signs. Um, but it's, it's really good to actually say, what are the big ideas that I have, the inventive, innovative structures that I have, and how do I want to make these things happen? Because Aquarius is all about bringing the new ideas and getting serious about them, taking action. Um, so we've really covered a lot for our 12 12 portal. <laughs> I'm going to say like, that's actually what I meant to say when we were off the call earlier. And I said, you mentioned something moving through my first house. It was Saturn and how that has been challenging for me mm -hmm. but everything you just said about how it's evolving my identity my work my relationships my reputation my communities it's like check 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 all the way down like I feel so much more in my knowing of like who I am how I present myself um, how I present my business the work I'm doing so yeah it's it's, it's really it's really amazing because I mean, Saturn has been moving through my house of relationships. And when it first started at the end of 2020, I went through the biggest breakup of my life with the person I thought I was going to marry. And that was Saturn saying, nope. And then over the last two years, there's been other people that I've dated. I've had friendships, sisterhood breakups. It really makes you clear on who are the people. And this is really Saturn in any of these houses because Aquarius has to do with relationships, people, community. And so this is true for all of us. And I think that as we're getting to this tail end of it, it's giving us this opportunity of like, here's a person that could be really good for you, or here's a friend group that could be really good for you, or an idea or a job or a way to make money that could really work. And it's asking you, because even now I'm in like one of the most beautiful relationships that I've ever experienced. And it's saying, is this something that you can actually commit to and not be afraid of? Because the shadow side of Aquarius is that it wants to just shut off and run away, you know, that it, it will have something great in front of it. And then it's like, Oh, I don't know, but I need to do me and like not do we. And so it's like, can you step into the doing we rather than being in the selfish and being selfish isn't a bad thing, but it's like, can you really just be equal in the doing me and the we. As an Aquarius rising, I feel very seen right now. <laughs> And that all circles back to 12, because again, it's the one and the two, the feminine, the masculine, the we and the me. So amen, baby. <laughs> mm, can't wait to re-listen to this 
and receive my own guidance and your guidance right. on it. <laughs> That's so fun about these episodes is like Bahar and I never, Genius Bahar and I never plan through like what's going to come through. We're just like, hey, what's up? Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. Yes. Flow. The magic of uh, a sisterhood. <laughs> 100%. So grateful. Tell everybody how they can work with you further and where they can find you. Thank you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Genius Bahar. I have a lot of beautiful, inspirational, vulnerable uh, content on there. Um, and then uh, www.geniusbahar.com. Um, I support people one-on-one. I do corporate wellness. Uh, chakra dance yoga is this wonderful movement that my partner and I do together where he live DJs for it so we're really focused on doing that here in Austin for any Austin friends but also open to expanding it uh, worldwide for anyone listening anywhere else um yeah just curating like events and things Reiki trainings if you want to learn how to heal yourself with Reiki more things to come <laughs> music festival coming in 2023 or 2024 <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I'm going to use these episodes to create like a little numerology, like a journal book thing. I don't think it'll be ready for one, one, but sometime soon. (laughs) I love that. Keep your eyes out for that. That's, that's incredible. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening. If anybody also is looking for an end of year astrology reading, connect with me on Instagram at rise with Natalie or visit my website at risewithnatalie.com and have the most amazing 1212. We love you guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you learned something helpful, give us a five-star rating and share this episode with a loved one. And if you want more, visit the links down below to book a custom session or get my digital guides on how to read your chart. Remember, you are never alone or hopeless. The same force that guides the stars guides you too.